ask. And then. But that's the internet, dude. Oh, I'm not done. But then. <laughs> okay, go there's on. There's a tear that comes out later. And I'll just read the caption. Tearing Pixar Disney lady characters on how much I'd want to uh, respect them. Oh, Mike, you, I don't think you should say anymore because we are recording now, fun fact. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> you say that, but I'll just say Mrs. Incredible on top of the list. Uh, In the you're lying if you said you wouldn't tear. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, welcome to another episode. <laughs> well, it's not enough, another, but it's the first episode of Bear Down with Sam and Jared. I am Sam Minton. And I, I am Jared. Jared. I am Jared Martin. <laughs> yeah, and I just I just saved Jared Martin. <laughs> you just I don't know if you buddy, I don't know if you saved me there or if you just saved me from being really uncomfortable because that comment about a, a Disney character made me feel very uncomfortable. And it's also completely off topic of what we're mainly going to be discussing on this podcast. Well, I, I hope we're not going to be discussing Disney. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, are, are you a Disney guy? I'm not really a Disney guy. I'm more of a Marvel guy. Like, I literally, have, I li literally have a Marvel tattoo, so. Oh, you do? Wait, let me see that? Yeah, when I was on my uh, bachelor trip, I got Raise it. Raise it up, it's... buddy. In the camera. I can... All I I'm see sorry. is your arm hair. Oh, that's actually pretty dope. Okay, I see it now. I, I never yeah, you know, I was, I was trying to tell a story, you know, be good for the listeners. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got it on my bachelor trip. It's basically all the original, like, original six Avengers. Uh, they got it, so it's like a like their like logo for the original avengers and then i got uh what tony stark said in uh endgame to his uh daughter i love you 3000 oh that's cool that's yeah. so nerdy that's almost as nerdy as me wanting to get a batman tattoo across my chest um i think across the chest is the part where you really become nerdy but if you just said batman i would have given it to you yeah i, I mean Maybe one day I'll actually get a tattoo of the Batman logo, but it's definitely not going to be across my chest because I am. I'm not, glad you've matured there. I'm not, um, how you say, in shape enough to even like have that as like a flex. I would show anybody. So that's what's yeah. the point. I mean, I got the Bruins. Oh yeah, on my, on my arm, and that's a segue, I suppose. If you yeah, will. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about it, Jared, but obviously we uh, changed names, so. Uh... Yeah, we changed names. So uh, we are obviously formerly of Dump and Change, and Dump and Change is dead. Uh, it feels like it's been dead for a little bit, but me and Sam are actually alive and well. Uh, I checked three minutes ago. I still have a pulse, and Sam is across the screen from me, and he is actively checking his pulse. He's good. Um, yeah, so we, we are not dead, and we are uh, starting, a whole, starting a whole new endeavor. Which is like, it's crazy timing because I just moved yeah, this weekend. So I'm actually starting a whole new chapter in my life. I moved quite a good distance away from where I was uh, living for, you know, the first 32 years of my life. And uh, so I'm in a new spot. I'm in a new um, area of recording. I'm, I got a new desk and... Uh, sick setup. It's a sick, yeah, Sam saw it. Maybe should we tweet out the setup? We don't have to do that later. Uh, mm -hmm. It's actually a sick setup, and I can actually, like, take notes and stuff. I actually have room to live and breathe as I talk and listen to you. And uh, we spread knowledge and opinions about our beloved Boston Bruins. And, yeah, just, just to add on to what Jared said, uh, obviously, Nick left the pod. We both thought it would be best just to have a fresh start. So you, you heard it in the intro. This is the – I don't even want to say the bear down. It's just – Bear down. Bears. Yeah, go bear. <laughs> it's just bear down. But, but of course, we're talking about the Boston Bruins. I did put a Boston Bruins podcast because I knew for a fact if we just put bear down, a bunch of Chicago Bear fans would try and come in. Wasn't trying to deal with that. Uh, so, yeah, we got a new logo. Uh, Twitter is the same, so you don't have to worry about it. If you already followed us, uh, you're all good there. Just make sure this will come out on a brand new feed. So make sure to give us a nice five-star review. And hopefully, uh, me and Jared are, are good enough. I think we will be. I think we've gone off to a great start. So I think uh, definitely everyone should be excited for what's to come. But, I mean, Jared, when it comes to the Bruins, I think that the main thing right now, well, actually, I think there's two things, but we can start off with this. Who's going to be the next head coach? Well, all signs are pointing to Dave Quinn right now. But, which is a terrible idea. Which I, I don't um, – I, I, 
I have, I wonder, I thought about this and I just realized this because I'm doing a little reading and I'm, I'm wondering um, if Charlie McAvoy has a lot of input in this decision because, you know, David Quinn coached at BU, he coached Charlie McAvoy. I'm wondering if he's got a some sort of say in this. Um, I don't know how you feel about that take. I could be totally wrong. It could just be that they think he's a good candidate. Um, he's I also, mean, he's a New England boy. He's from Cranston, Rhode Island. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Crancher, Rhode Island, are we considering that New England? But uh, anyway, Rhode Island could be its own country for my for all I give a along shit. Along with along with Connecticut, shout out to my fellow member of the Bent Musket, Jay Catney's. Connecticut's not a state in New England. <laughs> in New England, in New England, it's a state, just not New England. We may have just uh, pissed off a lot of people, but whatever. That's what they took the Hartford Whalers. Are they lost Hartford Whalers? It's oh, only. that's actually very true. Yeah, but when it comes to uh. I forgot his name, Dave Quinn. Uh, when it comes to him, I just overall don't think he'd be a great fit. He might, he might be onto something with McAvoy. I definitely think he probably has an input. McAvoy is the future of the team. You'd think that he would have an input on who's going to come here. But I think McAvoy might be immune from this because he's a very talented player. But when it comes to the younger players that the Bruins are now going to have to rely on, that isn't Dave Quinn's uh, MO per se. If you look back to his time in New York, he was giving guys like Alexi Lafreniere like 10 minutes and a bunch of other talented youngsters there, 10 minutes, who are now significant contributors uh, to the Rangers. So obviously with the current Bruins roster, you're going to want to gear younger. And I think you need to give prospects a chance, see what they're capable of, and that's not giving them 10 minutes. You're going to have to give them some significant playing time. So I don't really think Dave uh, Dave Quinn's the best coach. In my opinion, You know, I think I said it one of the last episodes we recorded, Jay Leach, he's the guy, uh, just because he was in Providence. Uh, he got some assistant coach NHL experience with uh, the Kraken. I, I just think he's a perfect uh, candidate. He knows some of those younger guys like Trent Frederick, whoever it may be, and can possibly bring the best out of them. I think, you know, I was listening to Ty Anderson on uh, the 98.5, and he was talking about how when uh, Trent Frederick and Jackson Nico were playing for Leach, that was some of the best hockey they were playing. Yep. So if you're able to get that in the NHL, that would be perfect. I would love for Jackson Nico to be a consistent part of the Bruins uh, lineup, you know, whether that be third, maybe even a second pair uh, center. But I think you need to embrace this youth movement with how the Bruins are. And Dave uh, Quinn probably isn't the guy. And side thought on Dave Quinn, last year, 2020, 2021, fired by the Rangers. Next year, the Rangers make the Eastern Conference Finals. Coincidence? I think not. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so it will be interesting to see how they go. From all the reports we're hearing, J-Ma, Quinn's probably the farthest in the process. Seems to have the, be on the inside, you know, having the best chance. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But I don't know about you, but it just seems like it'd be a, a bad move for Boston. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I, dis, I, I agree with you. I disagree with the fact that, you know, he seems to be the, the contender here, the front runner, blah, blah, blah. Um, Jay Leach is probably the right guy. If you think about it, Cassidy was promoted from AHL Providence to the head coaching job in Boston. He had a winning career here. Obviously, they didn't get a trophy. They went to a final in 2019. Everybody knows the, the statistics. That's a hard word for me. Uh, he won a Jack Adams Award. He has a, a very winning record. I think I rattled that off last episode that we recorded. But uh, well, hundred you know points I mean. last season. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. And. But me, because I'm a, a bit of a riverboat gambler, so to speak, I wouldn't mind them talking to guys like, well, I think I already mentioned this. Like, I think Chris Kelly would be an interesting hire yeah. because he's a little younger. He's played with the guys and a certain someone actually signed on for one more year. Um, the baddest man in Boston. We'll the, get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, another guy, because now Windsor is out of the um, – the Canadian Hockey League playoffs. They're not in the Mem Cup. They didn't make it. They got knocked out by uh, shit. I want to say, I want to say like the Hamilton. I forget who it was. Whatever. Irrelevant. Mark Savard. Also, yeah. another guy that played here that knows Boston that played with some of the guys that are still here. Um, maybe so go off the beaten path a little bit on who you hire as a head coach. Um, I don't know really who's out there totally because I haven't. Like I said, I moved. I really haven't had a lot of time to like research and see who's out there. But I was listening to uh, Drew Short. He's a former uh, NHLer. Um, he was on Spit and Chicklets last week, and he has his own podcast. 
And he had David Carlon, who is 32 years young, and he's the head coach at the University of Denver, who just won a national championship. Now, I know Dave Carl's not coming here, but a lot of the discussion was based around the youth movement of a coach. And if you think about all the younger guys in this lineup, if you could get the right guy, which I don't know if there's even anyone out there that's like younger, younger, but I think that's something I would be interested to take a look at. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, I know you obviously want some, you know, the, the, the normal person would want somebody who is a little bit seasoned in, in the field. But I just thought it was, first of all, anybody listening, go listen. You should listen to Drew Shore's podcast and listen to that interview with David Carl. Cause like I've, the guy, the kid sounds like he's 50 years old, but he's 32 and <laughs> he's, it, it's crazy. But I don't know if that's something that the, the, that would benefit the Bruins if they could find the right guy who, who's on the younger side is, I guess, the, the end of my sermon right there. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I would tend to agree to you in the sense that, you know, someone like Chris Kelly, someone like Mark Savard, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that more than uh, – I know uh, Barry Trotz just came out and said he's not coaching, but uh, a yeah, guy I like Barry Trotz like- or someone like John Tortorella. You know, I love Torch, and it would be just amazing to – watch watch him work with uh our favorite team but the Bruins don't need a guy like that they need I would say probably a younger guy someone who's going to be more of a player-friendly coach going to be one of the guys that I would essentially sh- say because if you're going to fire Bruce Cassidy why why go out and sign I would say Dave Quinn who's almost a less successful uh Bruce Cassidy in the sense too uh you know it was a point that was mentioned by Tyron Anderson I believe Bruce Cassidy had to work so long to get his reputation back after that failed stint with the Washington Capitals. It's been like 14 months since uh, Dave Quinn got fired from the Rangers. Why are we just going to give him the keys to an orig- another original six franchise who is in the middle of a youth movement? Why why try that experiment again? You're just going to get the same result. So, again, you know, a guy like Jay Leach, and I, I think it would be interesting. I, again, I don't think the Bruins would make this move, but to see someone like Chris Kelly – I think Mark Savard, you know, could definitely get a shout. But the Bruins clearly need to stay away from that stereotypical, you know, old head coach, grizzled veteran. He's going to be hard on them. He wants you to play. He wants, you know, I don't care if you're Alexander Ovechkin or Connor McDavid. You're playing two-way hockey. You're, you're getting back on defense. I don't know if that's going to do the, the Bruins any good. I think you need, really need a, I don't want to say player-friendly, but a coach that's going to be one of the guys. He's not going to be too hard on the players he's gonna kind of coach them up instead of kind of tear them down I would say so we'll be interesting to see what happens but hopefully hopefully the Bruins uh wake up and realize that Quinn isn't the guy sorry um they need a guy like Jared Bednar who we all just saw win a cup with the Colorado Avalanche shout out to the Avs I, I, yeah I don't know yeah shout out to the Avs that was a, an incredible very impressive performance. They were the better team. They deserved it. Um, so I don't know if you I don't know if you caught the end of that when um, I think it was Elliot Friedman I believe was doing an interview with the coach and the, some of the boys literally came over with the cup and like was like okay this interview is over and they made sure that they gave him the cup. They gave awesome. the coach the cup and that's like when you see that you're like wow. There's a, they have a very, very strong, positive connection with their head coach. And there is absolutely no bad blood there at all. I mean, obviously, you just won the Stanley Cup. But, like, to see that, and like, the players literally broke up the interview with Elliot Friedman. Like, that's – he's that's one the of the biggest – That's the atmosphere that you should He's, for. like, the pin, he's the pinnacle of, like, hockey reporting in Canada. Oh, yeah. You know that's what I'm saying? That's the type of atmosphere you should strive for. You want – to be like that with your coach. I guarantee you there's probably times where uh, those players were pissed off at him, but they were able to get to a Stanley Cup on because of how he managed or how he managed the guys in the locker room. Oh, 100%. And honestly, in my eyes too, like he's not doing his job if they're not pissed off at him sometimes. I mean, you have a shit oh, game yeah. and, you know, there's bad there's bad ego or bad, bad egos, bad whatever, and the bad juju egos. Jesus Christ, dude, figure it out. Bad juju in the locker room. I mean, yeah, you're going to get bag skated or whatever. You're going to have days like that. But um, that, when I saw that happen, that was, that kind of, 
that said a lot to me and thinking like, damn, I hope the Bruins can get somebody like that in that room and have that be the voice. And I feel like we should say this now, just like as an aside, like me and you both, we love Bruce Cassidy. We hate, we hate that he got fired. Mm-hmm. Like we need to, I feel like we need to clear the air, not clear the air, but just like say that. But obviously like he's not coming back. He's in Vegas now. I don't even think we even touched on that. So they are blessed with a phenomenal coach and then in a more veteran locker room too. Yeah. And I, I will be rooting thrive. for Vegas. I will 100%. I'm so glad I bought a Vegas jersey last year. So that's awesome. Smart move. Yes, it was. I had no idea this was coming, but I'm glad I bought it. And now I have it because I will be a Vegas Knights fan strictly because of him. I don't really care for anybody on that team except for... Jack Eichel? Uh, yeah, I'm a Eichel guy, I guess. He's, uh, I, I hope he has a... I mean, I know his, his year was kind of strange. I hope he has a really good bounce back year. Kind of like a fresh start out there now that like the surgery is over with and he's probably acclimated to the system out there but uh, yeah i guess you could say i'm an ankle guy but um it's bruce cassidy baby that's yeah, it um, sure. um yeah because that would be i once again i mean I, I don't know i don't know what's gonna happen with the bruins this year um chaos is my yeah that's it's a good word it's a good word um I, they're not gonna lift the stanley cup next year well, smooth transition. Okay. Someone clearly does think they're gonna they can lift the Stanley Cup, and that man appears to be Patrice Bergeron because I believe it was Joey Mac Joey McDonald uh, reported that Patrice Bergeron is indeed coming back. Jared, how does it feel to have the captain back? Well, it's not official yet, right? It's or not official. It? We're just all assuming it's official. Ty Anderson was kind of speaking like it was official, so it seems like everybody's reporting is that it, it's going to happen so but god for, god forbid now we say that and something happens we are now the reason that patrice bergeron didn't come back to the Bruins. uh i feel how do i feel i feel awesome about that are you kidding me but i i listen at the end of the year i don't think he knew what he wanted to do and there's a lot of speculation on why he's coming back i heard one crazy rumor that actually isn't that crazy but he he wants to come back because he wants to give this group one more shot to to get the kids right. Does that make sense? I think that's yeah, right. I get what you're saying. To like get the kids right and have a transition that way because there's going to be a new coach, there's going to be a new voice in the locker room. And then I also heard a rumor, not a rumor, but I wouldn't call this a rumor. I'm going to create a rumor right now. Oh, I boy. just think he wants to play, and I just think he wants to keep playing hockey. I th- that's not. I think that's a. Fairly reasonable. That's not like crazy, right? I mean, clearly he still wants to play hockey. I know Ty Anderson was like, "Yeah, he thinks they can win the Stanley Cup," and I mean, he probably does. He's Patrice Bergeron, the man can do anything. But I don't think they're winning the Stanley Cup. I think more in general, they uh, they just want to. He just wants to be back, you know, with the guys. Maybe he goes into the season, goes into the season knowing for a fact after this, I'm done. It might be because he knows he probably won't win a Stanley Cup, so he can still mentally prepare. This is going to be my last season, but he can kind of enjoy things and kind of, you know, taking the moment. It seemed like he was doing that sometimes last year. I know he had his family uh, at the All-Star game last season. I know a lot of people made a big deal about him giving a bunch of hugs, but that was pretty much par for the course for him. Uh, he does that every He does that every season after yeah, the last game. He exactly. literally does that. I didn't, th- I didn't make – I, I guess me and you are the, like, the only ones in the world who didn't really make anything of that because he does that all the time. That's what he's. That's what he does as the captain. That's like his thing. Yeah. So like I, I think, you know, it definitely still could have been up in the air. But the fact that he can now come into you know this upcoming season when he does hopefully resign and be like, all right, this is going to be it. If we win the Stanley Cup, we win the Stanley Cup. If not, I'm coming out still playing well. Hopefully, maybe it's an, another Selkie. Uh, but I think overall, just having him back, it would be great in terms of having that leadership, having that talent. Uh, I think he's still, you know, one of the best centers in the NHL. I don't know what it exactly does uh, for the Bruins in terms of lifting them. I think they're still going. He's still going to be a talented player, but are they all of a sudden going to soar to the top of the Eastern Conference? I don't think so. Uh, you know, maybe they get in one of those later uh, seeds or. You know, it's even quite possible they miss the playoff as a whole. 
but it's going to be great to have him back. I think he'll probably get that uh, goodbye. Maybe not the good, goodbye tour, but just that treatment that you would expect. I think Bruins fans are going to come into things and realize this is probably his last year and give him the treatment that he deserves. But it will definitely be great to have him in the locker room and kind of uh, oversee this transition. No matter who's head coach, it's going to be a transition period. So it'll be good to have a veteran like him in the locker room. I have another crazy theory. Uh, the last crazy theory wasn't crazy, so. Yeah, that's actually true. So I have like an original crazy theory and it kind of stems off the whole Bergeron news. And it also stems off the fact that a lot of key players aren't going to be in the lineup for opening night. Yeah. This is what I think is going to happen. Well, actually, I thought this to myself two days ago and there was three things that I thought was going to happen. And one of them's already happened. And what's the that? first one was the freaking extended Don Sweeney, which I'm pissed about. I, I we can yeah, get to that. We can, we can get, get that. We can get into after this. We Let's can get happy. to that later. We can get to that later. Now Bergeron's back. Obviously, we know that. We knew that before. The second thing that's going to happen this week is they're going to name a coach, and then you're going to get some David Krejci news. Oh, I, I mean, it, it seems quite and, likely. And the David Krejci news is what is re- in relation to the Patrice Bergeron thing. I think that, and that's going because Bergeron said he's coming back. They just extended Sweeney. You're going to get the coach for sure. Probably, I wouldn't be surprised. What's I mean, how many days is it until the draft? I wouldn't be surprised if it's like tomorrow. So we're recording Again, Tuesday, Wednesday. and then How like, many days until the draft? I, like, I, they need honestly, to get a coach. I, I don't, yeah, they do need a coach. Right? They need it's a coach it's like, under 10 days. They need a coach like yesterday. And then you're going to hear something about David Krejci. Whether it's, holy fuck, they signed him. Or he's just going to be like, dude, I'm not coming back to the NHL. Yeah. So it's not going to be good news. I don't know if it's going to be good news or bad news in regards to David Krejci. Either way, holy fuck, if he wants to come back, sign that man. Because they need help, dude. They need help. And oh, I don't know I don't know what they're going to do in the offseason. I don't know what – I mean, there's UFAs galore. Um, I'll tell you, like, I got a pipe dream of a UFA, and his name's Nazem Kadri, but he's going to have to get paid. And I want Nazem Kadri. I want Nazem Kadri so bad because that man is a boss. Yeah, are you I mean, kidding me, dude? Eighteen, dude has thumb surgery. Eighteen days later, he's burying the winner in Game Four that nobody I, saw going except for me. I think right away. I was like, "That's a goal." Oh, yeah. in. and everybody's like confused. But Bo Byram skated up and was like pointing to it. The ref was right there. Stamkos saw it. You could you could see Stamkos went over to the net and saw it, like buried up there. And then you like saw the body language, and he like kind of just skated away like quietly. But dude, Nazem Kadri. Yeah, yeah, and I mean the six other players who were on the ice, they also saw it too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, not. Nah, I've been really impressed with him th- this postseason, and I'll be it up. I did not like Nazem Kadri. I I always just thought of him as the guy who cross checked uh, Jake DeBrus. But when you look at it, you know, from the outside, he's basically Brad Marchand. I mean, he's that same type of player. You love him when he's on your team, but if he's your opponent, you absolutely despise him. And we could so, have two of them. We could have two Brad Marchands. Uh, the, the NHL would implode. But uh, I, I really think, you know, he could be a talented piece. Probably, you know, like you said, a top, you know, have him on the top two lines, uh, you know, a top six guy. And th- that could be very big. I know there's definitely some questions about salary cap. Uh, I know Ty Anderson mentioned today that if you buy out, Felino, you trade Mike Riley, and there was one more thing that I'm forgetting. Uh, if you do that, you're able – yeah, I like how I just cr- forgot the key part. Uh, if you do that, you're able to create like $9 million in cap space. Well, I know that if you buy out Felino alone, you get like $2 million or something. I know yeah. that. That was, that was report. I think Ty – this is this always turns into a Ty Anderson. We're going to get him on. I'm Ty Anderson, come on the puck. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. Mark my words. <laughs> First episode, we're like tying. Yeah, I know. Oh. We're just like shooting for the fucking moon right now, eh? Exactly. <laughs> but uh, wait, can you? You should probably. Can you like find out what the third part of that was? Because I mean, it was on the radio, so I'm gonna have to. Uh, oh yeah, Jesus Christ! But so you, you uh, uh, but I can figure it out while you're talking about uh, Nazim Kadri. But overall, like he, he would just be such a great addition. Mm-hmm. And I think just at obviously he has that great, but he's he's a really you know talented player. So I would uh, love to have have him. Actually, Jared, I have a better idea. Uh, Don Sweeney, he was re, uh, re- resigned. So uh, just feel free to really just let out 
go as long as you want on just how terrible of a move that was. Well, I mean, we kind of already, we touched on this, you know, on the last pod that they, 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 they fired the wrong guy. And I, I really, everyone knew this was coming. As soon as Bruce Cassidy was out the door, you knew that, um, that, that, um, Sweeney was going to get rehired. Like, what are they going to do? Five? Can you imagine a world where they fired Cassidy and then, you know, instead of re-signing Sweeney yesterday, they they fired him too? Could you imagine I, that? Could you imagine if that happened? I wouldn't have mind that, honestly. I mean, if you're just going to, like, burn down the entire... If you're going to, like, you know, throw one guy off the ship, might as well just burn the whole thing down. But, I mean, ideally, we obviously would have seen uh, Sweeney get fired and Cassidy stay and then maybe you get a new GM and maybe it would feel better if uh, Sweeney got fired. Cause you would recognize a new GM is going to come in. He probably wants his own coach. So it's not, Hey, we're going to put all the blame on Sweeney. It's Hey, a new GM's coming in. He wants his new coach. It, it would be an easier pill to swallow. I would say. I feel like we're also letting someone off a little easy right now. And his name is Cam Neely. Facts. So uh, I really would like to know what exactly the the the, the uh, what what do they call it in business? Fuck, it's gonna bother me. The uh, like the order the order of power. What's I think the he has real, a lot of it. What's the order though? Like obviously Jeremy Jacobs is at the top of the pole because he owns the team. I mean, I might be naive, but I think right under it's Neely. You, okay, no, I don't think you're naive because I think that's what it is. So imagine if Neely. I wonder if Neely is like a Jacobs in a way, and he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let Don make all the decisions. So I can kind of fall back. Like I just said, I feel like we're letting Neely off a little easy because we haven't even mentioned him yet, but he's the one who's probably ahead of Sweeney in this. Therefore, Sweeney's still in power. So everything's deflected to Sweeney. I, w- so- I would say it's more that like just Neely and uh, Sweeney are like friends. They're just guys, they're boys, and he doesn't. I think it's more he just doesn't really want – he doesn't mind having him around. You know, the Bruins haven't been exactly terrible, so it's not like he has to fire him. So he just wanted to keep it around basically his best his, – his boy. He didn't want to, you know, uh, fire him. So that's the situation the Bruins are having to deal with. I think it's more that. But it's no, still he, something that Sweeney should be uh, – Neely should be, you know, getting criticism for. But, like, so you're right, though. But that's, like, that's like a problem, dude. Like, so – He's just his boy, whatever. Like, yeah, they've they've won and stuff, but what have they won? They won the cup in 2011. They've been, I mean, yeah, like, is an Eastern Conference uh, championship enough? A, f- a couple of them? Is that enough? Is a few, f- like, losing uh, finals appearances? It enough? might be enough. Like, is that enough? Like, that's It not might enough. be enough with what we're about to, about to go through now. Well, yeah, it might not gonna be a long time before we're, we get there. Now. We're not gonna sniff that. It's gonna. Are you fucking, the like, Bruins are. It's it's rebuilding season. Break out dude, the tools. They, like I guess the my, the whole point to my take is like they missed their window. Oh yeah, the window they missed I, it. The it's shut. closed. It's gone. It's it's see ya. Even it's, with Patrice Bergeron coming back, as much as we like to think that it's still a little bit open, that window's gone. Well, I mean, he definitely moves the needle in the locker room. Don't get me wrong, but that's that. I mean, you can't. Moving the needle in the locker room is not enough. They need to go out. I mean, I don't even know if it's possible. They need to have the craziest offseason that I think maybe a team has ever had in the history of the NHL to even be a contender. Well, that's the thing. The Bruins, they had plenty of, uh, what's it called? They had plenty of salary cap. They had money to spend last offseason. And they didn't do it. Basically, yeah. What did you get from last offseason when the Bruins had cap to spend? You had Eric Hollow, which was nice. You had Nick Felino, failure. Linus Olmark, not that bad. And then you had, I'm forgetting the other one, Nosek. You had Nosek. I mean, uh, yeah. so you, you, I would say it's overall a swing and a miss on that offseason. And you had plenty of cap to spend. So what? why would you think that? Or why should we think that all of a sudden now Sweeney's going to hit a home run? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to happen. And that's why they shouldn't have rehired the guy. And the one thing, the only person I would say that was 
kind of a hit, but he wasn't a hit until the end of the year. It was Eric Halla. And then he, yeah, dis- he, he and, then, and then he disappeared in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, Eric Halla and uh, Olmark are probably the best of the bunch there. The only thing I will say about Don Sweeney is he's made like some halfway decent trades. Oh yeah, definitely bringing in Taylor Hall. Uh, he's made know. some halfway. He went out. He went out and he got a a big boy defenseman in Hamp- in Hampus Lindholm. Yep. Um, back 2019, he he traded for fucking uh, Charlie Coyle and all. He I mean he oh, what did he give up for this? fourth round pick and Ryan Donato who hasn't done shit. So I'll, I mean, he's made some, yeah, Oh my God. I forgot the Bruins had Tommy Wingles for like a hot second. This is crazy. Capfriendly.com. Big Great website. Out. Yeah. Holy shit. This is awesome. Um, okay. Another one that, okay. This, this is a, see, this is a bad one. This is a bad one. Rick Nash. Oh, I, I will give him partial, partial. No, but you know who he gave up in that deal? Who? Ryan Lindgren, who's going to be a stud for the New York Rangers, already is. Yeah, but also I'll give him, I'll give partial points off the terrible grade because didn't he get a concussion if I'm correct? Yeah, he did, like right away. But still, still, I mean, he was a old. He traded, uh, he traded, oh, dude, this trade is, Matt Bolesky, who should have been a stud here, but he wasn't. Ryan Spooner, eh. Ryan Lind- Lindgren is the big one here. 2018 first overall pick. This turned into nobody. And a, two- a 2019 seventh round pick, which is like whatever. Some dude named turned into Massimo Rizzo. It's a cool name. I mean, strong name, yeah. Yeah, very strong name. Um, but, dude, I mean, Rick Nash, that the Ryan Lindgren thing, because, like, we saw this postseason, what he turned into, just an absolute stallion for the Rangers, willing to play through fucking injuries and shit. I mean, like I've stated so many times before, like, I, I, I watch the Bruins, obviously. They're my team, but I also enjoy the league, so I watch everything else and I see these other guys. And I had no idea who Ryan Lindgren is until I looked him up and saw that he was part of that trade, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is a joke. But... Um, let's see who else. Anyone else here? There's got to be another one. Was uh, was David Backus a Sweeney deal? Had to have been. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, not and also yeah, not 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 the best. Sean Corral. They got Sean Corrali for Martin Jones. He kind of yeah. I actually like Sean Corrali as a player. I know he's not with us anymore. He's off to Columbus, but Martin. That was actually Martin Jones. Kind of fell off. I still yeah. hate that. I state still hate looking at the Milan Lucic trade. Oh, yeah. fun fact! You know who Carl Soderberg turned into? Who? Oscar Steen. That's a good trade. Yeah, good job. That's a good trade. I don't think Carl Soderberg's even in the league right now. He might be. I'd have to look that up. But that's actually that's a pretty good trade. Oh, and also, well, uh, part of the Taylor Hall deal was Curtis Lazar. Not bad. So, uh, and I really, really like Lazar. It just sucks that they're not going to be able to. Um, they're not going to. They're not going to be able to resign him. I don't think. Which sucks, but um, that actually really sucks. I, I really like his his game, and uh, yeah. So I mean, so who? How many like good trades has he made? I mean, what did they get for Sinisha? I wonder how. I mean, we'll see how Josh got picked. So I. He's got. I wonder how Josh Brown turns out. Yeah. See if he gets some time. I. I don't really know what's yeah. going to happen there. I mean, I hope Hampus Lindholm is okay after he took that absolutely bone crushing hit from. Uh, who hit him in Carolina? Was that Shvetchnikov? Oh uh, yes. Who smoked, I hate, who smoked hate. him? Yeah, because I hate him too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad the Carolina Hurricanes just got bounced. Um, I love to see it. You do love to see it. But I mean, overall, it's it's like if you think about it, the Bruins got bounced uh, six weeks ago, roughly. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually six weeks yesterday. When I think about it. Wow. Yeah, um, they have been on a steady decline. Yep. In the first six weeks of off season, and you said the draft is soon. So, and like I said, my prediction is, you know, Sweeney got his bag. They didn't dis- disclose uh, how much or how long. It's a long, it's a term deal, obviously, multi-year deal. But I don't know if you've ever noticed this with NHL. They never disclose how long the 
how long or how much money GMs get. They never disclose that, no matter who, no matter what team you are. You I'm used to it with soccer because when it comes to yeah, like, same, it's the stuff, same, same idea. They'll, yep. they'll do the year, but they won't say how much. Mm-hmm. The only thing that you get is luckily the MLSPA. Every single, I think like two times a year, they put out a salary report. So you're able to see like how much guys are making. So Ex- Exactly. So it's the same idea. So you never know how much. So you don't know how much the guy's getting paid to basically not do, to do a shit job. Um, but it's six weeks of just uh, a decline. And yeah, and I mean, I will, we I don't think we'll claim to be draft experts. So, and I think it's also too if you immediately draft someone, it's kind of tough to be like, yes, the Bruins won this immediately, or they lost this. You know, you never know how a player is going to turn out. I think we all probably thought that Jake DeBrus had the potential to be better than someone like Matt Barzell or whoever it may be, but here we are. Uh, oh my God, so, the, li- the list after Jake DeBrusque for oh, players yeah. they could have had goes on and on and on. It's not just Matt Barzell, but I, I know where you're going there. Jake yeah, DeBrusque so, is an interesting talking point, though. Oh, do you want to talk about Mr. J. Moss said he's going to stay in Boston, Jake DeBrusque? Uh, well, I think he's... I think he's here to stay now because I think there was probably an issue with the coach. And thank you so much, Jared. Guess what you just did? You unlocked the thought that was in my head. The You're final piece of opening up nine million in cap space is trading Jake DeBrusque. Oh. Oh. Yes. Okay. Now you're. Yeah, how do you feel about uh, keeping Jake DeBrus now? Huh? Uh, nope, now I want... Well, but that also requires two other things to happen. They have to buy out Foligno and... What was the other one? Jesus Christ. They oh have to God. buy out Foligno and trade... Uh, or, I believe, trade Mike Riley. Mike Riley. If they can get those two things done and then they have to trade Jake DeBrus to get $9 million in cap space, yeah, fuck yeah, do that. Go pay Nazem Kadri. To go yeah, do that oh, and yeah. pay what oh, see this is the stuff i don't know because i'm not good with numbers and i don't know like how prices of players go up when you know they have they achieve certain things you know what i mean like i wonder what nazim kadri's aav is gonna be yeah i mean yeah it's kind is of nine million is nine million high for nazim kadri I mean, I personally probably wouldn't pay him that entire $9 million. I'd probably pay him closer to, like, I don't know like what he's getting now. Like What's seven? He, you want to, wanna, since you have the super cool stat station yeah, now, I'm gonna look, I just, I'm gonna I just called it that. Um, <laughs> can you now station. tell me what he's making no, right I'm now? No, I'm going to right now. Because I was honestly thinking four or five, but I might have just been low on what he's making. Oh, right I now. think he's going to get paid more than that. Because what's, what's he making right now? Hold on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This episode, this part of the episode is. This is by. yeah. This is this, this over, over over the cap. No, this this no. <laughs> this part of the episode is sponsored by Cap Friendly. Actually, oh, now. dude, he, his cap hit right now is four point five. So yeah, I would probably. He's say, getting seven. I was gonna say seven or eight. Yep. He's getting seven. If you spend that on him, and you, like we said, have a million in cap space left over, I'm not necessarily upset. Oh, speaking of Kadri again, I can't believe this is a Bruins podcast and we're talking about Nazem Kadri so much because we're just like programmed it's, to it's hate him. It's the Nazem Kadri episode. Uh, I know, but uh, shout out to him for having the soundbite of the Stanley Cup Finals. Yes. Anyone who thought I was a liability in the playoffs can kiss my ass. Hell yeah. Fucking rights they can. That That is right. And you're going to get paid, pal. Holy shit. Yeah, so four and a half. Yep. He and Yeah, four and a half. Also, I believe he became the first... Um, Muslim to everyone, the uh, Stanley Cup. You are there. correct. You are correct. And, but yeah, I, I, and if you think about all the fucking bullshit he went through when they went when they played uh, St. Louis. Oh yeah, all that well stuff that doesn't belong in hockey or anywhere really. But I mean, you and you don't really see it in hockey. You see it in other sports, unfortunately, but you don't really see it in hockey. But you saw it big time. He said he gave the middle finger to everybody. Scored that goal with a broken hand. Couldn't even tie his own skates. And honestly, that's well why I, I want him. I want him on this team. I mean, yeah, I think uh, we are now the official Nazem Kadri uh, podcast. Also, two shout out to uh, Cam Lakar, local kid. Holy shit. Well, he's not local per se. He's actually from Calgary. Okay, but he went, he went to, Boston, to UMass. So he, he went to UMass. I know. So he's now, uh, he's now local. That's uh, fun, fun fact, he's actually named after uh, Kale Hulse, who is a former Calgary Flame. 
Cool. Don't ask me how I know that. I just know that. But yeah, it's also it's very. I like how like every every time you see his name on Instagram, they put like a piece of like the lettuce next to it, the emoji, because oh, kale like the like the superfood, which is disgusting. Yeah. But it's not bad. Uh, you're, not a, you're, not a, you're not a green guy. No, nah, oh, dude, I like a good salad, but like I don't really kale is like interesting. Maybe put it in my smoothie or something. Okay, like, yes. as, like a it's filler, as, a, as a filler with like some berries. I will say Chick Fil A has a kale like crunch salad, quite tasty. Really? Yeah. Okay, I might have to try that then. Just change the game for Jamie. Uh yeah, I might actually have to try that then. Well, I actually I really like uh I like Chick Fil A, so I like I like chicken and sandwiches. So Jared, I don't know if we have anything Bruins left to talk, but I do have a question for you, or or not a question. I just want to make it publicly known Uh-oh. that when you move to your new place, oh yeah. You made sure to, ch- to check out the chicken parm scene. I did. Um, I So I've been to, because as everybody knows, I work in a pizza joint. So naturally, um, throughout the process of moving, which I'm still very, very sore, I, I am sore in parts of my body that I didn't know I had on my body. Um, lifting dressers and couches sucks, especially in 90-degree weather. But um, yeah, so... So I'm in Lemonster now. I'll tell you guys where I am. Oh, good luck, I, I, good I was luck, keeping a secret. Good luck finding me, but I'm in Lemonster. Um, it actually says that on my Twitter, so that's not even hard to deduce by yourself. But uh, so I checked out Lemonster House of Pizza. Pizza was like, eh, whatever. Uh, I got a steak and cheese from there first, believe it or not. And that was actually delicious. It was pretty good. And then I found this place called Paisano's. So I mean, like, that oh, sounds like a great Italian place. All right, dude. Honestly, the chicken parm, phenomenal. Really, really fucking good. The pizza was uh, a little underwhelming. I was disappointed. I thought a place like that was called Paisano's was going to be really good. It didn't look like they stretched it by hand. It looked like it was in a pan. Um, yeah, a little disappointed by that, but the chicken parm was awesome, dude. But uh, next week when we record, I'm sure by then I would have tried another spot because I'm definitely going to make my rounds on this place. There's literally a pizza. There's a pizza shop on every corner. It's insane. You love to see it. That's kind of like up here in the North Shore, I will say. There's a lot of pizza shops. Is there? Yeah. I got to make my way up there. Uh, Just hop, on, hop on route two. A, a wild thing that's happening. Uh, my worlds are colliding because a revolution player who used to play for a Brazilian team is going to a Brazilian like restaurant, like bar place to watch that said Brazilian uh, team play. It is literally one to two minutes from my house. You, I'm, need, to, you I, need to go. I'm no, I am going. He's one to two minutes from my house. So it just in a, a weird. Who's the player? Uh, Dylan Barrera. Oh shit! Okay, he's Colombian, but he played at a, a Brazilian team, and like. He, at the age of like 17 or 18, he moved from Colombia to Brazil and picked up Portuguese in like six months. That's actually very impressive. Yeah. That's like, a, that's insanely impressive. Yeah. Good kid. When I first interviewed him for the first time in person, he liked time to like shake my hand and say, how are you? I was like, you interviewed him too? Yeah. I was at training one day and we got to talk to him. So it was nice. Holy shit. That's fucking cool. That is worlds colliding though. You need, you like, I mean, that's a no brainer. You gotta, you have to go. I mean, that. I get, I get Brazilian barbecue, and I get the... Oh, this. my God. You're going to get the churrasco. Oh, they call me churrasco Sammy. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I'm naming the episode. <laughs> Let's go. Figure, I got um, to figure out how to spell churrasco. But to get us sort of back on track, I do yeah. want to inform you. I'm going to disappoint you right now. I'm having pizza tonight after we're done recording. Why? You want to guess where that pizza's from? Domino's. Booyah. Can I be honest with you? I'm ready. I'm probably going to get castrated for this. I mean, I hope it's not. not that bad. I will say I was a very much a Domino's defender. And I would say probably from 2012, 2016, or no, 2012 to 2019, Domino's what? defender. What happened? I don't know, but it dropped off. Oh, dropped well, off. dude, think about when COVID happened. The hell probably sucked. A lot of places, like overall quality, not just food, just dwindled because people didn't uh, want to work they were more than happy to you know take the government check and then not go to work which is crazy because 
that 1200 bucks like won't really go very far, but no, I think, I think overall quality has kind of, um, gone down. What were we just talking about? Uh, I I just wanted to talk about you having chicken parm, so I segue the podcast. Oh no, we were talking about uh, pizza. Oh, so you're having Domino's? That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Are you but just you're... having the pizza? Are you gonna get like one of like the, they got like a bunch of sides? Actually, those no, cinnamon, those big cinnamon twist guy, but we didn't get oh, those. Oh, those actually sound really good. Right yeah, now, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Actually, I ate at uh, me and, uh, my buddy actually lives up here already, so it's like one of my best friends, which is awesome. We went to Texas Roadhouse today. Nice. Ten out of ten out of ten. You get, so the, you get the cinnamon cinnamon butter? Oh, yeah. Did you get, obviously, the peanuts? They didn't have peanuts. Are you kidding me? Are they supposed they to have peanuts? They have peanuts littered, like, all over the place. Uh, they did not. They did not. They have cracked any, down because of peanut allergies, I guess. Uh, that's actually probably a very accurate statement. Um, anything, else yeah. we, anything else you want to touch on hockey-wise, though? I, I think we're good, uh, Jared. I I think I we mean, hit it all. Nothing we, really like. We hit chicken parm. We hit the abs. We hit the Bruins. What else is there to talk about? I don't know. I feel like I had something like teed up, and now I can't think of it. But I mean, I can always get to it. Oh, you were week. gonna talk about Jake DeBrus, but then you you reminded me that he's not gonna stay. Oh well, well you told me that um, he's part of the reason why they could free up nine million in cap cap space if they move him. Yeah. So that's why I kind of. I mean, I still. I guess I should stick to my guns and say that he's gonna stay. Wow, Jared Pro not getting Nazem Kadri. He'd see it. Uh, hmm? I mean, they could trade somebody else. You never know. This this guy, this Sweeney guy. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's 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 terrible. Yeah, he's terrible. So you never know. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> I mean, he's terrible. So, uh, you know, there's there's rumors of uh, Pasternak wanting out. Yeah, who knows what's gonna happen? That's I, I'm very. I'm, that we, I, I that's that's. That's being he, a Bruins he, fan. He right traded now. his buddies. He traded his buddies. Pasternak's pissed. The flip side of that is it looks like he made a best new buddy in Hampus Lindholm over in Sweden. So, Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, Hampus, Swedish. Hampus girlfriend, Swedish. Pasternak wife, Swedish. You you connecting the dots? Because I am. So, maybe. Uh, they call maybe, it tic-tac-toe. I mean, three in a row. you know, like I said earlier, uh, I think it's going to be a crazy week. It already has been. Bergeron coming back. They signed that asshole Sweeney back to another contract that we don't even know how much he's getting paid. And I don't even want to know, to be honest. Too with much. You. And then, you know what? You're probably going to get a coach that you don't want, like, tomorrow. Don't and see. then uh, and then I'm telling you, we're, something's going to happen. With uh, I, I feel like, dude, I just, I feel like David Krejci is going to come back. I have this weird fucking feeling that David Krejci is going to come back. I... I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know who is going to perpetrate this act. I don't even know if I you, did. I use that right? I feel okay. I don't know who's going to commit this act, but I whether it's Bergeron or it's like a like a gang up job with Bergeron Marshan and be like, hey, fuck it. Maybe they'll even get fucking Zidane Ochara on the horn. Be like, hey, boys, I know it's been eleven years, but let's run this fucker back to eleven years ago. Listen, same guys, we're just older. Oh yeah, give, give yeah. Let's just get all the nostalgia, all the the good memories. Just be like, let's run 2011 back. Uh, I have clearly lost my mind with Adam McQuaid and and Chris Kelly behind the bench too. Jesus Christ! I mean, what's Tim Thomas doing? I mean, Anybody at this got, point, he's probably in Vermont hunting bears. Jared, I mean, we 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 said the Bruins can't let the Stanley Cup. They're, they're lifting the Stanley Cup clearly. Um, I mean. <sighs> I don't know, dude, but <laughs> either way, like whether it's good or it sucks, like this is still going to be fun to do. I don't care. <laughs> Me, Chad yes, Bruins it, on the it, weekly. It, yeah, it will just, it, it's still hey, going to be fun. I don't give a shit. Going to be going to be a, it's, it's a fun time. And by fun, I mean, quite interesting time to be a Boston Bruins fan. And I think like when the season starts, Oh, you know what you didn't touch on, but you tweeted it out earlier. Preseason schedule. Yeah. Wow. Jesus I mean, it's Christ. a preseason like, schedule. I know, but you know what? I just wanted to say it pisses me off. Cause it's always the same fucking teams. Yeah. Can we do something else, please? Like go play Tampa or something. You don't think I, the boys yeah, want to go I, like play in Tampa? Or, like, I don't know, get some, get a little bit of sun before they have to deal with the Boston winter. I don't know. Uh, fucking New Jersey, Philly. And who was the other one? Some shit bag. Toronto. I don't know. 
forget. I saw either Is way. anyone besides the Rangers and the Flyers? Oh, no, it's the Rangers, the Flyers, and the Devils. You're right. So they're in that whole – they're in that New York City triangle. metropolitan – yeah, the triangle. I don't even – they call that something, but anyway. – Oh, the tri-state area. Tri – thank you. Jesus Christ. Can you tell I'm tired from, like, uh, the I events mean, of the last four days? Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. But, uh, hey – before the season starts, we're going to get in person. That's for damn sure. Oh, let's go, baby. Yeah, because I got this whole – I have this whole basement now. And, yeah, we're going to – we'll get in person. All and, right. uh, I mean, we also do the football thing. And Check I already, that out. I, we are actually very close to getting in some nice – I don't want to call it financial funding, but basically we'll be able to run some uh, pre-roll ads. So, uh, please listen to that. We're pretty close to that benchmark. So, uh, please give High Above the Field uh, a nice listen. Yeah, we actually kind of know what we're talking about, too, when it comes to football, which you probably would never guess listening to this podcast. But I also have a couple uh, I have a couple guests lined up for that, too, by the way. Okay. Just I saying. It. Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple. But, but Jared, uh, it's yes, been a sir. blast. Yeah, it has. I mean, uh, welcome to the Bear Down era. Uh, everyone get along for the ride. But per usual, if you haven't already, make sure to give us a nice five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you may listen. Make sure to check us out on our new RSS feed that Jared's going to create with our nice new fancy logo. So make sure to check us out there. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. If you were, if you were already following us, don't have to worry about it, but for some reason you weren't, you can now follow us at BearDownPod. That is at BearDownPod, all lowercase, nice and easy for you. So make sure to check us out there. But again, Jared, it was an absolute blast. Enjoy talking some Bruins with you, and glad to hear that you're having plenty of chicken parm. Oh, yeah, dude. Love some chicken parm. But, yeah, everybody do what Sam just said. Um, this is obviously new era, but I'm pretty excited for this because I think it'll be better, and it's going to be more casual. That laid, the right back. Word? Nice yeah, laid, laid back. I like that. We're going we're gonna to be laid back on this, boys and girls. Uh, so uh, with that being said um, – you know, it's going to be an interesting week. I don't know when you're going to listen to this. I don't, I, I just hope they, I hope David Krejci comes back, but, uh, you know, per usual, everybody stay healthy and, uh, deuces. 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 <laughs>